Welcome everyone to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host Scotty McCoy and I have a guest on the phone. He is the host of multiple podcasts which we'll get into a little later. He also played the radio newscaster in Samhain, my full feature first full feature film. His name is Anthony Blackwell. Hello Anthony, how you doing? Not much. Uh, I'm doing great. Um, I'm excited to do this interview. Um, I've been a guest on your show quite a number of times, so I'm excited to finally have you on my show. Yeah, it's it's, it's nice when uh, when you get the when you get the invite to go on other people's stuff. It's 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 uh, it's, it's fun not playing host sometimes. Exactly. <laughs> so the first couple of questions are regarding Salwin, and then I go into your podcast. Uh, so the first question I got for you is. Uh, is a question that um, we talked about on your show once. Uh, can you tell the listeners how uh, you first got into being part of Salon back when it was going to be a web series? Oh man! So I think uh, at the time uh, I was I was hanging out with uh, with uh, Yags a lot. Scott Yaglinski plays one of the nerds, and uh, we were supposed to hang out or do something. It was well, me. I was hanging out with Scott and Ben. And uh, they said, "Oh, we we're, we're having a meeting tonight." And I was like, a "Meeting for what?" And they said, "Oh, they're doing we're doing this movie." And I was like, "Oh." And I think at the time I was with Nikolai, and uh, I was like, "Well, Nikolai like knows how to film and do all that stuff." And I was like, "Do you want um, you want some input, or do you want to hear like you want us to come check it out, or something?" I think it's something like that. It's been a while. So we came up, and we hung out for the meeting, and we heard the script and stuff, and uh, kind of all took took off from there. Yeah. It, it was uh, it was pretty interesting. Like I had all these contracts and everything, <laughs> and you're like, you know, I'm not gonna like steal your idea, but if I have to sign it, and it's like signing your life away. Everybody's signing their souls <laughs> to me. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so can you tell the listeners um about why you took a smaller role in the sound? Because originally you were supposed to play Benji, but uh, then yeah. you wanted the, you got the smaller role in the full when it became a full feature. So uh, how how did that come about, and like why did you decide to take a smaller role when you couldn't do the larger one? So when this first came out, um, when we first hung out and we're doing stuff, I wasn't really into the podcasting world. Um, I think at the time, still I had my long hair, very long beard. Um, <laughs> I was a completely <laughs> different human, and then um, I always wanted to kind of do something for myself and when Stalin kind of fell through I was like all right well I need to figure something out here um and I always kind of had the idea of doing podcasting because I've been always very influenced uh by a lot of different people like Kevin Smith and and uh, Joe Rogan Howard Stern so I always kind of enjoy talking to people and having those honest open conversations um so everything kind of fell through and some time took uh some time happened and uh I went and got all my equipment. I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to dive head first into this. So I started doing the podcast and, uh, me, when I'm into something, I go, uh, I go a hundred percent and I go hard as I possibly can. So one podcast turned into six and <laughs> here we are now. So when, when the, when the film kind of picked back up after we hit some rocky patches, um, and it kind of was shut down for a minute, uh, I was a few pro approached me to get to do it. And I was like, man, I can't, I, I just, I can't dedicate that time because I, I, during the podcast, I kind of filmed. I I I feel I feel uh, it's such a team that I felt like I was letting them down if I if I took time away or if I wasn't a hundred percent. And uh, so I kind of I had to take a, a backseat backseat and do uh, something a little different. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, I do know you were unable to go to the premiere. Uh, so just out of personal curiosity, do you plan on going to see Sound when it comes into theaters or on Amazon Prime or even v uh, DVD? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, probably going to go to the Majestic when they play it there. Awesome. I know a lot of us are going to be there on... Um, on the 16th, and then Brett and uh, Shane will be there on the 17th, and some other days. I know Amanda might be there also on the 31st. Um, yeah. I'm only available the 16th as well. We'll be selling some uh, Relic t-shirts that day as well. Um, let's see. So uh, you have quite a few podcasts that are, uh, um, you know, that you do. So uh, before we get into each of them, can you tell us uh, what made you want to get into podcasting? Um, yeah, I just I've always really been interested in meeting people, hearing their stories. Learning right. about stuff in our area, finding out cool stuff that I, I didn't really um, know before. Mm-hmm. A lot of the podcast is, is selfishly for me. <laughs> but just, <laughs> if people are willing to listen in, that's amazing. Um, but it's it's it's, uh, it's been an amazing experience. But that's that's pretty much the the reason I, I've done it. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of it too is I you know I, I talk about most of the stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I'm a, a stretch to to do this content. It's reason. I mean, I think the biggest show that i have to do the most research for is is uh truth behind illusion mm-hmm. but because that's something i not every time that we hit the the, the show is i know what i'm, I'm talking about at that point so right the research but everything else is kind of just second nature for me and stuff i'm going to do anyway awesome awesome so can you tell us what each of your podcasts are about and where they can be listened to by those listening to this podcast episode of slasher scotty yeah all right well buckle up ladies and gentlemen uh, <laughs> so the first podcast is interviews with everyday people um that is kind of inspired by a little bit of the Howard and the Joe Rogan experience, mm-hmm. um, but on a local level. So I, I want to talk to local people in our area who have gone through some extraordinary things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of turned in from that because we do live in an area where people are very judgy. And um, it, But I feel if people just listen to each other's stories and, and they have a different understanding for what other people go through, mm-hmm. um, that kind of morphed into I've been interviewing a lot of just local businesses or bands or people who have like a project going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I am open to any conversation though, so it always has, you don't always have to come and spill your your heart or tell me about a project. I just mm-hmm. you just hang out and talk. Um, so it has it, it's kind of formed its own little life. It's more or less like a conversation talk show than anything. Um, but you were actually my very first guest yep. on interviews with everyday people. Um, yep. We talked about your father and uh, some of the stuff that we, you and your family went through. Yep. Um, I mean, you can go back and listen to it, but tr- just trust me, the audio has changed and the quality <laughs> has changed tremendously since then. Um, <laughs> I think that's one of the coolest things about the show is how, how, how much it's grown and changed in such a short period of time. Exactly. Coming up on two years, and it's um, I'm actually coming up on my 90th interview today, uh, so it's been, it's been crazy. Been a yeah. crazy journey. Um, the next show is a Tornado Tag Podcast. We talk about professional wrestling, um, every, everything from the indie scene to what you see on TV, mm-hmm. and uh, everything in between. We do a little bit of hist- old school history of wrestling during the show, so we have a little bit of thing, a little bit for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, that one's been cool because we went from just talking in the kitchen to getting invited to uh, to meet people and go to actual shows and set up and do stuff at the, uh, in the, at the, at the independent shows. Mm-hmm. I got to hang out with some really amazing local talent and then also meet some of the guys I've been watching since I'm a kid. Mm-hmm. So that's been fun. Uh, actually, real quick, the interviews of the people has put me in a lot of cool things. Uh, the Majestic Theater, I'm, I'm actually the first mm-hmm. ever podcast to set up on their stage and do an interview from their stage. That's awesome. Yeah. We that's did really a, we cool. We did a, a thing with them. Um, which is pretty cool. So it's like yeah. going to locations and setting up and filming has been really, really interesting, and I never expected that at all. Right. Um, 
Not Cool in High School is our pop culture podcast, uh, comic book movies, TV shows, video games, that whole fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have uh, Bros in the Warpath is our uh, Washington football team name to be announced at a later date and time. Who knows? <laughs> um, <laughs> a podcast based on that during the NFL season. Um, Banging beers. We review and we review local craft beers. Uh, we've done. We've we've gone to locations with breweries and, and met other beer podcasts. So that's been really fun. Awesome. Um, Truth behind illusion is our supernatural, paranormal, spooky podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I think I'm missing one, but I, I can't think off the top of my head right now. I think I, call, I think I, I think I said all six. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but we're, we're, it's all on the same network called the IWEP network. You can find us. Pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. We're on YouTube. There's there's a video and an audio aspect to it. Um, it's a good time. Awesome. We used to do live streaming, but we've been having issues with the live stream, so now we're just gonna record it and put it up later. Awesome. Sounds great. Uh, let's see where are we at. Um, so, uh, are there any plans to do any other podcast to be hosted by yourself? No, no. I think I think I'm good <laughs> with the six I have now. I um, think so. <laughs> if anything, I may drop a couple. No, <laughs> no. I don't, Right. Um, it's pretty much just I'm always open to be guests on somebody else's shows, but I, I think I think I hit my limit to what I uh, want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, uh, do you have any events in the works or plan to occur af- even after the pandemic that you like to tell the listeners about so they can go and support you? At the moment, no. Um, I, I really love, I want to I want to get some. Uh, <clears throat> Actually, I have we have some locations that mm-hmm. we we, we want to do. I mean, we always have locations planned for the podcast. Like, um, we have a bunch of breweries still that want to work with us, but we have to, we're waiting for the pandemic to end. Mm-hmm. Um, interviews over to people has a few different cool things lined up, but locations. Um, I was supposed to do my first ever block party, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of fun because in our area, block parties are a real big deal mm-hmm. um, for people. <laughs> and I, I've never seen a podcast done at a block party, so it would have been nice to be like the first podcast to be done at a block party. Nice. Um, yeah, and then Truth Behind Illusion, uh, I can't really give up anything location-wise or details yet, but we have some really, really cool locations set up nice. that we're working on doing very, very soon. Um, actually, as soon as I get off the phone with you, I'm going to make a phone call for one of those locations, but uh, two of them are very haunted locations in our area, okay. and we're possibly going to set up podcasts and do them at locations, nice. and uh, one of them's a real big deal. Nice. I, say that. I think I know where that's at, but I'll leave it there for you to announce that when you're ready. <laughs> okay, if you want to guess, you can. Centralia. Centralia? No. Centralia's oh. not haunted. Well, I heard there's some ghost stories about it. Yeah, well, okay. Then the Gordon Mountain Ghost. We we covered that one already. That was our first okay. our first episode. But I mean, we are gonna we did talk about when it gets a little cooler. We are gonna take a walk up the mountain and report there. But no, this nice. is a, an actual building. Oh okay. I have to think about that one then. But uh, so we know that you did Skook Stock. Um, couple, was it a couple years ago or so, or last year or so? Yeah, I almost uh, forgot about that. that yeah. Yeah. So, is there a plan? Obviously, I, um, I would assume you would have liked to have done a Skook Stock two this year, but the pandemic closed a lot of you know stuff going on. So, what about a? Is there a plans on doing eventually doing a Skook Stock two? Maybe like even next year if the pandemic lets up. Oh, this is this is a tough subject because uh, Skook Stock uh, was a was a very big passion project for me, mm-hmm. and uh, it's one of those things where I put it in a location I really wanted to be. I had a team of people with me, and then it ended up turning into um, 
one of those situations where you gotta where you gotta get a lot done yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then once it was all said and done, everyone was like, "Holy shit, it worked!" Uh, sorry, I don't know if I can curse on here. You can. Um, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> I should have asked before we started. No, it's fine. It was one of those things like, "Oh, it worked. We should do it again." And I was like, "Well, if we're gonna do it again, I I, I need some more support here because I, I I literally was pulling my hair out. Um, I never took a break from podcasting. Mm-hmm. I never even put my podcast name on the event. It was all to put over to music. And then when it come down to Scoop Stop 2, uh, I think there's a whole group of people who are planning an event and I'm not even knowing about it. So it's one of those deals. <laughs> wow. Uh, it, yeah. Which kind of, not upsets me, but it does bug me that, you know, people are trying to take it over for part two. And right. Part one literally was ran by me, my parents, my wife, and uh, another podcast for the most part when it came to, like, yep. my podcast team, my family, um, when it came to, like, eventing and uh, staffing it. Yep. So it was kind of frustrating well, that yeah. you know, if you remove me from the equation, I don't know who you're going to have to run most of it. So it's going to be interesting <laughs> to see how it goes. Right. Um, I know that, um, that like, at, and you, you're about to hear me curse. Um, <laughs> um, when we were, when I was uh, doing the premiere, I, I Amanda came over to me like when she showed up and everything, and she's like, how's everything going? Is everything going good? I'm like, yeah, I got the barrel down. She's like, How, how's it going, keeping everything set up and everything? I was like, holy fuck, I know what Tony's dealing with <laughs> when he did Skook Stock. Yeah, I can it, imagine trying to book a national act band on top of it. Yeah, it, it, I can imagine you were doing a lot more than I was, but like just putting... A little behind the scenes. So I had... Okay. <laughs> I, there was a lot of money put in the Skook Stock. And yeah. I'm not a very wealthy man. I'm a guy who, full, full disclosure, I live paycheck to paycheck. You know, okay. I don't make crazy, crazy money. Um, I, I'm comfortable though. Like I, I, I get my bills paid, but when it comes to expenses, I, I'm not one who can drop a lot of money here and there. Right. Um, and there was a lot of money tied up in scoop stock. So a lot of it was going to be, I was banking on myself to sell the tickets. Uh, I did have a money backer that if things went sideways, um, I had people who told me they were involved when it came to money. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be honest though. I didn't, I didn't take, that was never a backup plan for me. So mm-hmm. that was, uh, that was something we were in for a lot of money. And I had to sell a lot of tickets, and I had mm-hmm. to make sure that event went well because if it didn't, it, it was going to fall into somebody else's expense. Yeah. And they were they were willing they were said they were willing to do it, but I never I never wanted that to be an option. Yeah. And uh, not only did we hit the green, but we had enough money to give uh, all the other bands who participated some some mm-hmm. money to go home with as well. Wow. Yeah, it's awesome though, like that. You end up you know you end up basically not you weren't in the negatives at the end of it, which is great. I mean, me personally, I was in the negative right. because I didn't, I didn't make a dime from Scoop Stock, and right. I, I went into that expecting not to make any money, mm-hmm. wanting to make any money. I wanted all the money to, to go to the music. Right. Um, but I mean, you could ask a lot of local bands that's mm-hmm. played tours or festivals. A lot of them, for the most part, have to pay their way into a festival or a show like that right. to play with a national act. And not only did they go up and 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 make. Some some of the bands made more money than they ever made before that night, right? And some of the bands made, you know, a pretty. I mean, it wasn't like mind blowing money, but they made more money than they would have uh, if they would have done that show in any other circumstance. So I was very right. proud of that too. Yeah, to support the bands and uh, that's awesome. And even yeah, even some of the vendors. I'm. I mean, I know we were a vendor at your show, and I'll, I'll admit, um, we probably made more money at your event than we did at any other convention. We made about a little over two hundred bucks. 
Nice. Which yeah, is I mean, exciting. The vendors killed it. I know the, the wine slushy people killed it. Yep. The candle people killed it. Every vendor that set up, they did very well. So I, I was very proud of that. But yes. every single person involved walked out with some yep. cash in their pocket. Exactly. I know, like, even doing Samhain, um, the plan wasn't to uh, wasn't to profit really anything. Like, I know we, we like, originally it was a web series, so we weren't going to make anything to begin with. But then it went into a full feature. And we did make, you know, we do have a profit now for future projects because of the premiere and everything. But yeah. the plan was like never to like get my money back because everything I spent, everything Amanda spent, everything Carl spent, everything Shane spent, everything you know everybody else spent. Even you when you were an executive, it was all you know out of our own personal funds. It wasn't you know where you know we were planning on getting that money back or so. So I I, I was I literally spent like a little over six grand of my own personal cash in, within two years just on that film alone. And uh, I mean I'm obviously that's, I'm never gonna get that back because everything we did make I put into into the like i put it right into the gravestone films account because i want that to be our you know our funding for future projects yeah well i, I don't I, I listen to the same thing everything i've ever made when it comes to merchandise or yep. if someone ever donated to the podcast has all gone back into it when it comes to microphones or better cameras yeah exactly um, i'm at the point now man where if i wanted to do something besides podcasting i could probably do filmography and all that nice. other fun stuff because i have some insane equipment that's awesome. That's really awesome. Yeah. We we one thing we want to do is we would like to uh invest in another camera as well, like a better camera. We have a good camera, but we would like something, you know, bigger and more professional, of higher quality and all that. But I mean, what we have now is pretty good. We actually just invested in an external mic for the camera cuz one thing with Sawin um, it's not really a spoiler alert. It's more of like an annoyance, <laughs> but uh, like when you were to zoom in, or when, or if you were to like scratch the camera, you can hear the camera audio and hear the scratching through the audio, and it sounds it's really bad. Yeah. Uh, the, and the best thing, the best thing to do when it comes to filming like that, um, that you might want to look into is uh, wireless mic systems. Uh, okay. Because it's a pain when it comes to filming because then you have to sync the audio up with the video. Yeah. But um. Yeah, that's going to be a huge thing. Because like, what you could do is in editing, this is something I kind of learned, is you, you have your phone mic on your mic, your camera that yeah. picks up the audio, but then you have each mic or each, each person on the film kind of mic. Mm -hmm. um, and there's low-budget ways you can do that. Um, okay. Uh, but you can you, you'll, you mic everybody on uh, that's on the, on the film, and then this way they have actual audio quality straight mm -hmm. from each person. Right. Because um, if you try to just film through the boom mic, your audio is going to be... Yeah. Yeah. If it's raining or people, if you're gonna help people walking on leaves more than you're actually gonna hear the person yeah. talking. Yeah, like there's one scene where like we where we use the boom mic for the audio for a voiceover audio, but we usually just recorded it with our recorder through the boom mic. Um, but this one we actually did uh, with just the boom mic, not through the recorder. And he did he actually did it live uh, through a, through a phone, and we just recorded the audio and extracted it. And that scene, like when we were in the theaters, like it was really loud. <laughs> it was like oh shit, like this is like really loud. That was like one of the scenes we did. like we made a lot of mistakes. Um, the film's actually not bad. It's actually a pretty good film. It's actually really good. I think so, um, but there was a lot of mistakes because it was our first film that we now know what to watch out for for future films. And I'm sure Absolutely. you, I'm sure you came yeah, up with the same thing with podcasting. Yep. You know, everyone's first time is not going to be the greatest. Exactly. Um, and, and listen, and you're going to have, you're going to, and I told you this from the beginning. You're going to have people who are going to be like, "This is not good," or "This is right. not what I expected," or "It's, it's not 
you know, high quality right. like you would see in any other film. But right. you're, you're, you're a bunch of people from School County who, you know, made a film before that wanted <laughs> right. to do it because you had a, a passion and a dream. Right. So who cares what other people right. think? And you fun. If, if you and your team had fun doing it, yep. then that's all that matters. Yep. And, and the best part was is that, like, everybody actually liked the movie, at least at the premiere, and they gave it a standing ovation. And afterwards, I'm, like, talking to people in the theater. Amanda yells, she goes, Scotty! Where the hell are you? I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, people want to buy merchandise. So I'm coming up. We literally sold out of all of our shirts but two. Oh, nice. We sold, uh, we, we had like 20 shirts. We sold 18, which is exciting. It really was. Um, so the next question I do have for you, um, I don't know if you heard this or not. Um, at the premiere, we, had, we announced Killer Party as our next feature film. And we announced a sequel to Samhain and its official title, which is Samhain, A Festival to Die For. So uh, I know that we gave, in the first Samhain, um, a reference to Interviews with Everyday People. We have a news reporter that is wearing the shirt. We have the microphone that has uh, Interviews with Everyday People on there. He even mentions the show. Um, he's basically an interviewer from there. Plus, your character uh, is part of IWEP Radio. So do you think there could be a possibility for you to make a cameo as Anthony Blackwell himself in, in a, uh, during a full interview with interviews with everyday people, um, you know, gear and all, to show up for the film to do maybe an interviewing role? Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. I, I kind of, in, in the universe, we kind of built it that, like, IWEP is, like, the Newswatch 16 of your... <laughs> right. <laughs> or the media conglomerate of your, of your, uh, of your universe, yeah. which is kind of funny. Yes. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe we... Uh, we interview someone who was involved in the movie somehow in some way. Like if yeah. They're a survivor. So they yeah. come on, instead of PA Live, they come on the IWEP Live. Yeah, I would actually like that. That's a good idea. I am going to mark that up in my uh, in my storyboard. <laughs> actually, I like that idea. <laughs> so the last question I do got for you, though, is uh, so I know you have a social media and a merchandising site. So where can listeners find you and support you by purchasing your merch, finding you on social media, and listening to your podcasts? Yeah, um, so if you if, if you search uh, the IW, just, no, you don't have to write, but IWEP Network yep. um, on any social media, you'll find the main account. Okay. And then every other show that I kind of said has its own little branch, but they're all, they're not, if, once you find one, you're not, it's not hard to find the others. Right. Um, you can add me personally on uh, Anthony Blackwell on Facebook, YouTube, mm -hmm. Instagram, all that fun stuff. But yeah, we're, it, it's, uh, it's, it's a lot, but we... Uh, we we have social media for every page: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, right. uh, YouTube, and then every other anywhere you can listen to uh, podcasts or music, you can find us at okay. uh, IWP Network as well. Awesome. And what about any of your merchandising? Do you want to? Uh, oh, that's all in there. So okay. any any of those pages you go to, if you go to the about section or you check the link in Sounds the bio, good. there's a link tree. Okay. Link tree will get you to every single location that we're look, the merges and all that stuff. Awesome. Right now, um, I'm not sure when you're airing this, but right now, um, some of the merchandise for each show is not up right now. Okay. I went and redid the logos and resized them and nice. made them a little more crisp. So when they hit the the merchandise pages, they look a lot better. Okay. Like for an example, you you use the same side I use. Yeah. Um, my my logo size wasn't fit for like banners. Yeah. So you can only stretch it so far before. Um, lose quality mm -hmm. so it was set it was still set to a high quality but it was i wanted it to take up more of the banner so i went right. learn how to <laughs> learn how to do more <laughs> with logos and stuff so i learned yep. how to resize them and digitize them better yeah and now uh, i went and redid all my logos and uh just waiting for uh, the website to let me 
add more because you're only allowed to do so many listings per time. Awesome. Now, every time I try to load something, I keep getting errors. So <laughs> there's a little bit of a hiccup there. Yeah, this this um right after I finish recording this, I'll you know re watch it through and everything, kind of uh you know listen to see how the audio kind of sounds and see if everything is good. But right after that, I'll be uploading it and it'll go. It'll probably be on iTunes within 24 hours or so. Nice. So it should be on by tomorrow morning. But uh, I thank you for your time, Tony. Awesome. So before I let you go, I do want to plug uh, Samhain, uh because these are this is a week of Samhain podcast part two um, with some of the guests. Uh, tomorrow I'll be having Catherine Fried herself, Brenda Soklebin on. Um, I do want to let everybody know that we will that Samhain will be available in the Majestic Theater on October sixteenth, uh, seventeenth, thirtieth, and thirty first. Uh, there's two Fridays and two Saturdays in there. That'll be in Possible, Pennsylvania. It'll also be um, in Hazleton at the Cinema Draft House and. And that'll be on October 19th. And then also um, we will be on Amazon Prime to stream come uh, October 23rd. And also we, you could buy our DVDs on October 23rd on Amazon. And then lastly, we will be, um, we will be at the Creature Feature in Newville, Pennsylvania. That'll be October 17th. Um, some of the cast and crew will be there, and the others, and some of the others will be at the Majestic as well uh, the same day. And then um, on September 26th, I don't know the full details, so stay tuned to our Facebook fan page, www.facebook.com slash gravestonefilms, and we'll be announcing more details, but we will be available in Frackville, Pennsylvania at some type of vendor event Amanda set up. She's going to get me more information, so it'll be on that page, and we'll be selling some merchandise there as well. So thank you again, Tony. Yes, go ahead. Yep. It got a lot of laughs, actually. Uh, I think some people missed the last part you said because they were laughing at the first part of it, <laughs> where you did the little two piece. But and it worked out perfectly because we in included static, and then it said please, and then it said uh, stay tuned or whatever, or like keep uh, enjoy the music. You said enjoy the music, and then it went the static, and the music continued playing. It was perfect. Yeah. So. Well, I, yep. Because you kind of told me what you wanted. Yep. And I was like, wouldn't this work? Uh, as a, like, <laughs> a lot of the a lot of the movie too. Like we sat down and talked. I, I know we talked about this a little bit on my podcast, but it was yep. like what, what what it was and then what it turned into was two different things. Yeah. That was the cool thing about working with you, Scotty. Is yep. that you were you were open to listen to people's ideas. And yes. You were able to take people's ideas that were good and that were not good and and. and Right, so I'm guessing that's a no on the Ben Clown uh, bodysuit. <laughs> oh my god, Ben Clown bodysuit, um, turning him into Michael Myers and a ghost and a wizard and a ghost of curl of mustard or I don't know, there was every, oh my goodness, that was terrible. That was pretty funny though, when I, meant, when I showed you that bodysuit, I don't know if your jaw hit the floor or if your eyes burned out of your head. Right. On the movie, and I was like, Scotty, I'm going to be honest, it's terrible. And I'm glad you did because if you didn't do that, we would have had those bad plans in this in this movie or future films, and we probably wouldn't be getting where we are at where we're at now. Yeah. And then the funny thing is, I kept telling Ben, I was like, Ben, I love you to death, but I, I, I just don't see you as. I mean, you're. A, I definitely think Ben can murder people. Right. I just don't see him as a slasher killer. I think he's one of those types that you like go to his house and he hits you over the head with a candlestick and you're in his basement. Right. Like Buffalo Bill. Right. But, uh, I remember putting the mask on, and at the time I had the long hair and the beard, and I was, yep. and I, I kind of like, 
everyone kind of looked at it like, that is the look. And then yep. it ended up turning to be Brett with yep. long hair and a beard. And I was like, <laughs> so, yeah. If you haven't seen Brett in costume, you wait for it. And I'm going to, I'll give you a, that's not really a spoiler. I'm going to, I can't say too much because it's not released, but um, there's a couple scenes in there that are jump scares. The one scene um, where like they knew Brett was going to come out, but they didn't know it was going to be in this impact. And the whole theater jumped back. It was pro- – I knew it was coming because um, I knew – I just knew it was coming. Like I, we had a rap party at my place with a couple of the cast and I think one of them were scared or whatever. And I, I knew that scene was going to be the perfect jump scare. And I looked around the theater during that scene and I looked and I seen the whole theater jump. And like people behind me were like, damn you, Amanda. You know I don't like clowns. <laughs> well, you said, you said that you're doing a – on the 16th, you're going to have a lot of people there, right? Um, a lot of the cast are going to be there. I know Brett's going to be there in costume. Um, and then, uh, I'm going to be there. Um, and, uh, Shane Apolsky should be there. Uh, who else is going to be there? Um, Kelly and Sarah might be there. Why don't you do a little mini Q and a that night? If it's the opening night of your movie at the Majestic. That's true. We could do that. That's actually not a bad idea. I will definitely, uh, I'll I'll message the Majestic after I get off with you and I will, uh, talk to them about that. That's actually not a bad idea. Yeah, because you're going to have, I mean, I'll, I'll be there the 16th. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I, we can, uh. If you have a, most of your cast member going to be there that night, you could do like a mini Q&A. Where yeah. can see it, and after it's over, they can ask questions. Yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. I should have done that at the premiere, but the premiere was really hectic to begin with, so that probably wasn't yeah. the best place. I, but I, I think I think doing it the second time around for the Majestic, because you're yep. less, less stressed, and you've already kind of got it out of your system the first time. Yeah, that's true, and I know, like, I know that there's going to be haters for it, because there's haters for everything. I mean, people hated Titanic, and that was a big blockbuster hit. And people hate a Friday the Thirteenth and Halloween. And look at those cult followings. So like, so like, I mean, I know like one thing my agent always told me was, do not look at the comments on anything you do, whether it's books, whether it's movies, whatever. Do not look at the comments because you're gonna want to respond, and when you respond, that makes you look even worse. Yeah. <laughs> so like I said, like people, probably, not everyone probably is a fan of my podcast, but like I said, man, I don't make it for. I don't make mm-hmm. it for everybody. I make it for me. And if people, right. enjoy it, if people enjoy it, then it works for me. Exactly. And uh, I'm excited for everybody to see Samhain, a festival to die for. One thing I will plug is we will need at least 100 extras. Um, we have a big uh, scene that is going to require a ton of extras in costume. So uh, obviously with that tagline, a festival to die for, you know, obviously, you know, there's going to be a festival of some sort happening. So uh, definitely one would like to uh, have uh, plug that. Like, obviously, um, you can like our fan pages, facebook.com slash gravestonefilms, uh, twitter.com slash gravestonefilms, Instagram, where uh, gravestonefilms prod on there. Um, so come and fo- give us a follow. And uh, thank you, Tony, again for your time. It was a pleasure talking to you, and thank you for making the time for us. Always, man, always. All right. You have a good rest of your day. You too. All right. Yep, bye.